0: This week is a recording of the live question and answer session we did on the Facebook group. Um, The questions we went through, things like how to interact, um, how to set up kind of a meet and greet station. We talked through workshops, setting those up, demographics, um, some ideas on how to increase your pricing as well. Um, So yeah, enjoy this week. It's been marvellous.
1: Hmm. Right. Okay. Come on. Let's get stuck
0: in. Right. We've got questions? Embrace it. Okay. Embrace it. Should we start off with? Start off with one. I want to get out the way. Um, from Sean. Are you gonna start? Are you
1: gonna start negative?
0: No. I'm just gonna answer the question. Um All right. So Sean's put. Will it ever be possible to put paid classes? Uh, onto the pure gym timetable, as they were massively helping people knowing and getting people to book on onto it um okay there's a really straightforward um answer to this and so effectively because you are self employed, if we put you on the timetable then effectively that is breaching HMRC uh, regulation so it tips over the balance to you being employed which would implicate tax um, situation so it's not that we wouldn't want to it's that with the PT current PT model we have being self-employed is that it's a straight-off red line, cannot do. Done. Um, so that's not my opinion, that's just the fact. It is what it is. Um, we can't get around it at the moment. So with the current model, unfortunately, we can't do that, unfortunately. But I agree, it would help with marketing, it would help with getting getting that out there but it's um, it's a straight out we, we cannot rather we don't want to. Does that come across clear Anthony? Yeah. Cool. Um, right let's get on to number two of Sean's. Okay this is a a very loaded question. <clears throat> So, raising prices in January, question mark. Um, Nervous, unsure on doing it and by how much, despite that I've added more things and more value to my service and invested into courses, workshops and the app for them um, since reset them a couple of years ago. Okay, so you've already raised your prices once. How to bring up for current clients um, if he should for them or just for new clients? Want to start?
1: (laughs) Um, January is a good time to increase your prices um, as
0: long as. as, Who was the question from? Sean as long as sean has done
1: everything he's just said he's done so i like increased the service members can see sorry clients can see that um, and you're having results off the back of that um that would give me enough confidence and clarity to do it i'd have an objective behind it so like a business objective so like is it for you to earn more money for less time is it to just be literally being paid for what you um what you've been what you're delivering so is it that previously this happens a lot that not a lot of PTs invested time on their business and you've started to do that more and because of that more results have come so then you're adding price so yeah just have an objective behind it I think January is a good time of year to do it January is also a good time of year to look at your time management as well and if they can work together at the same time quite well can't they?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: as you adjust the prices just in your diary and so on so from everything that you've just said, you've done everything right to set you up to change
0: price. It's just your confidence now that needs to follow that. Yeah, I agree. Um, How to go about it. I think you're at a good point now um, to start to communicate that out to your clients. So the first thing I would start to consider is how and when you can communicate to your clients. if it's now, I might think about kind of end of January, beginning of February, you know, not the initial kind of payday straight after Jan, uh, straight after December, sorry. Um, plus that'll give them kind of a good, you know, two months to kind of get used to the idea, get an understanding of why. Um, and also if they're not willing or can't go to that higher price point, you can sort out um you know that another option for them to stay in your business so how to go about this first of all take a stock of your current clients you know who would be 50 50 who would you think would be fine with it Um have a bit of an understanding of that not you know obviously without asking them directly get a little bit of an understanding of that um, things to consider when you're when you're making that call um, are they seeing results First of all, um, do they love your service? Are they referring people? Um, that those kind of questions I would ask immediately um, because if they're not seeing what they want, um, you know, and you're asking them to up the prices, no matter if it's their fault or whatever that may be, obviously there's a little bit of a loss in value there if they're not seeing what they're paying for at the moment, and you want to take it a step higher, um, you could come with come up with some conflict there. Um, like Ant said, I think the communication side of things is going to be massive. About okay, by doing this, what does it mean by by me increasing my prices? What I'm, what I'm, what are they getting for it? So that clear distinction and understanding from their perspective of the benefits that they are getting. Um, I think it's important to highlight probably the time you're investing into them versus. Six months ago, and I know Sean, he's always going on courses, always doing more and more and more for his clients. So, um, But it's about communicating that in a way that the client can understand that. Um, so, you know, given plenty of notice, I would probably aim towards probably end of January, like maybe 1st of Feb if you're doing monthly payments. Um, touching on that, you know, if, I would say there's two trains of thought on this, really. Assess your clients and increase it by the percentage that you perceive you might lose. So if I've got 10 clients and I've got out of those 10, two or three that are a bit kind of 50-50, whether I'll lose them or not, whether if I increase my prices, that's how much I will actually increase my prices by 20 20 to 30 percent and that way if you lose those three people you're still going to kind of break even at your current income level or revenue level and obviously the the spaces that they free up the new people that come on board can go on that new price point so that's another way i'd look at it um, whether you're paying still doing hourly rates or, or monthly payments to answer the question
1: yeah, and I think another thing to touch on on this is that I know, like you just said, that he goes on quite a lot of workshops and courses, and these days, PTs don't do that. Um, so, fair play to him. But also, I think is that um, mindset of sometimes, and I know, he, I see his social media he gets great results for his clients, and it's also a mindset of sometimes, right, I've been on a course, so I'm allowed to what my price is. Like, like constantly assess the feedback from your clients. So a really good step to do to in the process of changing your prices to do constant say monthly or quarterly surveys. Like when it comes to and that question, do you feel like you're getting value for money? That can you can really dial into that question when changing your prices. Um, that will help you hugely because you just going on a course, like And you just going on a course alone isn't enough for me to what your price is, especially because what's to say you, can, you can't you don't 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 go and apply your course? Do you know what I mean? Mm. I understand it's further education, further development, but we have an industry that again, I'm probably being negative. It's Monday, though, it? I'm allowed. That um, we have an industry that normally will go on courses that they're interested in, and not necessarily that their clients would be would need. For example, does that make sense? Mm. Like you have so many PTs nowadays that will go on an olympic weightlifting course when you normally tackling barbara in the weight loss category who doesn't want to go in any area of the gym don't get me wrong it's going to help your development a million percent it is but is it going to benefit barbara and then when you put prices up it's not really is it so yeah that's uh, that's my take on it just make sure you've got enough confidence behind why you're doing it and you've had great feedback from your clients and i don't just mean testimonials where they say they love you it's Something that's measurable by saying seventy-five percent of my clients feel like getting value for money has given me the confidence to want to move my price point up this year.
0: Mm. Yeah, solid reasons, definitely. I had something else going in my head then. Oh, it's always maybe. It's always maybe important to kind of go right if. These are the reasons so for example, if you draft a letter or an email or you put it in a newsletter or, or obviously you'll speak to your clients face to face on it as well, but you know I would start to think about okay if they're not if they're not willing to pay that extra price, whatever that looks like to you, um what's the other option? Because it it's with your current clients with your current clients it shouldn't be a Well, this is it. And that's if you don't if you don't decide, if you don't decide you want to come on board with this, then it's see you later. Maybe start to think about, well, you know, as you in the letter or how you ever communicate, you know, if this is an issue and it's not within your budget, then these are the great other options I have. Um, We can do online coaching we can partner you up with some of the, my other clients that you might have met on social or whatnot and do some semi-private training, which will bring the price point down a little bit for you. Whatever that, whatever that is, like set them up to succeed in that way um, and don't have it so black and white, but it all comes down to, like we just said, assessing your clients, understanding, like you said, why you want that money. Is it clawed back in time? Is it not working as much? Whatever that looks like um being sensible on how much you increase it by um you know because if you've got if you've got 10 clients and they're all your average monthly payment is 240 pound a month we're just increasing it by 10 percent. that's an extra 240 a month up to three grand extra a year so look at those little variables mate um definitely
1: yeah and I'll tell you what we touched on at the start well, increasing your prices at that start of year is a really you can go off in three different ways as well because it's a really good tool to like Nick said um, add another product off the back of them clients that you feel may not increase that price and what you'll find is that the clients who might not go to that price are the clients from my experience are the ones that might be struggling to get results and or struggling to coach them for whatever reasons they might fall out of the hours that you want to work yeah. so then it's a great opportunity to then go right okay I'm going to combine increasing my prices to dictating and changing my own time management so I've got my own my own, I'm working my own hours now and they're not dictating on to me and then bang you know what I'm going to throw in another product that product might be hybrid, semi-private group outside the studio um, online that type of stuff yeah sorry uh, but you know where I'm going hey just a question for the few people that are on Is thank you Emma Story Garden Emma Story Garden says we make a lot of sense is this is this photo of Anson Silva front kicking Vito Belfort in the face off putting for this live q and uh, I take it down for pure lifestyle but I don't for this group so I just want to know, like, is it too aggressive for you?
0: No, it's your personality, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Every story garden, all oh, that I've got. A little clicky button. Oh
1: you I have. A... Mate, I'm more or less a fucking influencer now. Look at it. Look at that.
0: You've changed. I can just
1: turn you off like that.
0: You've changed. Bam. You've changed. You've changed. What you... you
1: have right. changed. Well,
0: what's um, just that like one, one more bit. Hi, Robert. Uh, Sean, if you want a draft letter about how you it it might you might word it or whatnot, then let me know and I can send it, to you mate. Um, right. Um,
1: one second. What? One second.
0: What? This makes space. Pt. Morden has said that
1: this makes some. We got love arts. Fuck, oh, we're killing it today. Um, mm-hmm. This makes so much sense. Just because of course works for you doesn't always mean. It's beneficial for your client feedback is always a great way to find out what your clients always doing. educate yourself along the way yeah if you do a survey putting stuff in there like if i was to be dead honest and open honest, if i was to further develop in these areas whether it's three or four different areas for example um let them pick because it might be Matt Ford said all i care about now is the clicker <laughs> Yeah, let them quick in your survey. 75% of people say you want to take the prices up, and then they have suggested that they really want to improve education and nutrition, so maybe you need to, to then how you communicate and deliver it. Robert said it's not off-putting. Anderson Silva stays. The gold stays.
0: Have you got like an influencer starter kit or something lately? <coughs> huh? Just that.
1: Yeah, what just do that. that? That's all
0: whatever. you need. Yeah, yeah. That's all you fucking need, to. Okay right let's go to robert's first he's got two questions uh first question top tips for starting conversations with members go hi my name is anthony i'm the
1: person on shift today if you need any help with anything just give me a shout what's your name nice to meet you i'll be over in just give it a shout if you need any help like the reason I don't want to sound patronizing or sarcastic with that. Like that, for me, is what I used to overlook because I always was scared to do the basics. I always seen myself as a salesperson over someone who, who could help people. And as soon as I started to use general day-to-day language like that, like asking people how, how the day's been, if they need any help in a certain area, can I show you this new piece of kit, or um, have you had an induction? them types of conversations then helped me probably bridge the gap between me and them. Um, and bridge the perception between me and them. So yeah, the real basics types of conversation. Um, and I think also is it's quite difficult for a new PT. Um, I'm not sure if Robert is or not, but I think so. Understanding your mar- understanding your market helps with this because um, you'll understand where they are in the gym. Um, how like, are they the type of people that don't want to be seen and if that's the case just saying hello will be will be huge to them saying hello and remembering their name will be even bigger for them um but if it's a more confident market that you want to work with i don't know people who want to do transformations and so on then you might be able to relate a little bit better so your communication can be more on a level on a wavelength mm-hmm. um so yeah loads of different ways of going about it but i think it helps if you understand your market can profile that market first, and then just general kind of chit chat like, "Hi, how's your day been? I'm the person on shift today. Can you help? Let me know." I'd even use that even when you wasn't on shift. Yeah. If I'm honest, yeah. What else, mate? What else? What else? What else? I if think you know, just just set really basic stuff that you probably already knew the answer yeah, to. But but I think it... that's what's missing.
0: I was just about to say, kind it's <laughs> it's that. I think one thing that we all lack when we're in our business and we're trying to hustle and you know get stuff done is sitting back and, and just really critically thinking about what this is gonna do and what I want out of it. So your approach in going out and interacting with members is probably either um, is either gonna make you withdrawn and move away from it or move towards it. Now, I'm assuming that the thought process is I need to go and speak to someone because I need to sell personal training. Now, a lot of the yeah. trainers out there will be withdrawn from that. ninety. It's huge, We always ask this question in the training, and out of a group of 15 to 20 people, generally, every single week, one person put, puts their hands up and said oh, I enjoy that, which is absolutely cool. But for the other 99% in the room and 99% working in the industry that don't enjoy that, and it's not their... Bag, so to speak, so i would I would challenge you, Robert, to really just stand back and critically think about what do I want to get out of this and as you just said aunt like it's it's profiling that person, in other words, all you are doing is doing market research, and by doing market research, you will gain some trust in that person because they probably haven't been asked about that before, so questions such as. You know, um, that introduction that you said, how long you've been a member, we batter on about this, but if you're setting, if you're asking a question in the jargon that you use with other personal trainers, then you're running a risk of that person shutting you down because either it challenges their credibility of knowing what they're supposed to be doing, um, or they just don't understand what you mean by it. So... Having an open question where someone can go, oh, X, Y, and Z, and be absolutely correct no matter no matter what, is like golden. And then the questions off run off the back of that are the ones that you already know, mate. It's probably, you know, what's your goal, how are you get on with it, what you're doing now, what stopped you, all that kind of stuff is market research for you to start to build this profile of that person in your head and go, okay this is what I can do to help this person. Would you like me to show you this? This class would be good. Come and do an induction. Do you wanna sit down and talk about goal settings? You wanna blah, 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 blah. So in essence, what we're trying to get to here is, stand back and critically think about what you want. In my opinion, you should start to think about what I want out of this is to understand the person more. When I understand that person more, I can uh, present or position my service as a PT, to that person, where it's actually going to mean something.
1: Yeah, me shout, and you've got Spencer here. who he was like, just he was on one of your courses last week. And can you see the comments, mate? Uh, yeah. Um, so please put what's worked for him on shift three times last night was things along the lines of, "Hi, how's it going? How's your workout? What are you working on tonight?" Oh, honestly, like are perfect things mm. like. What your job is to do, like whether you're a new PT term, Robert put it, he's been a PT for four years, but he's just recently come to Pure Gym. Um, I would give myself at least three months trying to get to know who's in there at them times, what they do, how regular do they come in, how can I get to know them, remember names, maybe what they do for a job, that type of stuff. Just awareness. From that type of awareness, like Nick says, from that market research alone, because you've gone out there to, it's not even gone out of your way, is it? You've You've literally gone and approached and looked to engage with someone to help someone, you will get clients just from that. Um, It's just important for you to have a process in place to understand if they're the right type of clients for you or not. Um, But yeah, that general type stuff is huge. And we commented on, I think we talked about, I know last week was about premium service, wasn't it? But the main things we talked about was the basics, didn't we? We talked about that when Pure Gym come about, like when I was at Fitness First and we were like, there's no way this is going to work for them. They've got no reception area. They've got no one who can service their members apart from PTs. It's not going to work. Lo and behold, they go and smash it. Um, And when I come into Pure Gym, I was like, my PTs, whoever comes in this building, have to look as though they are service-driven constantly. Members still need to feel, it can't feel like a budget gym. Members still need to feel valued like they're in a high-market gym. And that's, I suppose, how you differentiate yourself from other PTs, by going out of your way to approach and help and support as many people as possible, um, because that premium service can come from you, never mind Pure Gym or whatever your managers are telling you right now, it can come from you alone.
0: Yeah, 100%. Come
1: cool, on, is another one?
0: Yeah, um... Think um I think Robert asked how would you set up a help desk? I
1: think
0: that's what he yeah, asked. Yes,
1: I've seen that. Is that is that is that what
0: you asked, yeah? Yeah, I'll let you answer that one. Okay. Okay. Couple of different trains of thought. Um i'll only i'll only relate it to what i would do immediately if i was good to do that um so i would pick i would pick the areas of the gym where more often than not i'm going to find kind of new starters kind of beginners so roughly around the cv kit i mean if you've got layers of rows of cv i would I wouldn't put it on the outside or put it in, in the middle. Or if there's a, a kind of common walkway into that area, I'd station it there. Um, that meet and greet, what you said, Ant, that exact line, hi, Nick the trainer, I'm I'm supervising this area for the next half an hour. If you need any help with anything, then let me know and I'll, I'll, I'll be glad to help. Um, as simple as that, I mean, if you want to... Maybe do, if you want to take it a step further, maybe get a little, I don't know, A4 piece of paper and kind of go, um, put on there, ask me anything, or PT on shift, or um, um, yeah.
1: technique, or not- whatever. Huh? I, I, I get that, but I'm not a fan of it. I'll tell you, the only reason why I'm not a fan of it is... Like I think it can look Dead messy And unprofessional Do you know When you just write On the whiteboard And ask me anything you want Or ask me any questions I get it It's a good It's a good tool To no, have No you know Those Fashion
0: little you A4 You know The belly posters Oh yeah, yeah yeah Do you know what I mean Yeah but I've seen
1: PT Do it in the past And it's get really Really good That it's dead proactive But then just write All over a whiteboard It looks dead messy Don't
0: yeah. yeah Yeah so So Go on mate Go on No you go on
1: so I put, I literally listed it more or less similar to you. So market, so where's my market going to be that I want to work with? Um, and then plunk myself in the middle of that market. So if, again, like newbies, like Nick said, then I'd be on the cardio area or fixed pin machine and I'd use that PT point that everyone just leans on and just has the dinner off um, and move it into the part of the gym that they are and then move it again to a resistance area. Um, yeah, so I'd have the area there. And then I potentially have a topic to fall back on. So like maybe you're doing a nutrition Q&A or maybe you're doing a cardio Q&A, maybe you're doing a toning Q&A, speak their language, um, and then have some value off the back of that. So like some documents there like food diaries, maybe a time management planner to help them fit in activity. Maybe you'd have your laptop there with calorie calculator on to work out the calories for them. Maybe it'd branch off into a health check. It depends on your market. Um, maybe you give them 150 calorie snacks in an infographic type leaflet whatever it is, maybe you give them a shopping list, just shit loads of stuff on that PT point um, to give them value and then I'd ensure that there was some kind of follow up, so like once you've done this maybe I'll book you in for an induction um, or come to my class because you've said that you want to concentrate on these areas and I do do this class at this point, I think What's also important is setting your expectations, isn't it, Nick? Like from the off with anything like this, and yeah. kind of go out there and maybe give yourself a target, but don't don't expect to get a client from it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, the, same, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same as before, isn't it? Critically think yeah. about. I suppose it's that difference between me out on the gym floor, me out on the gym floor with a mindset of selling, and me out on the gym floor with a mindset of serving it's two very different approaches even to even levels of authenticity i suppose a lot of the time
1: yeah so he's just picked my market so hi great you're on me um tends to be office workers who want to lose weight so mostly by cardio resistance machines yeah so like that was similar to my market i worked in the city center of manchester so that's all we had then, really um so you have to speak their language and be very relevant to them so like it may might be um, ways to be active whilst in an office office job, ways to be more active, mm. um, and you might give that out, um, a support with setting their calories, um, a support with snacks, because that will happen with brews, at cups of coffee and tea at the desk, I don't know if everyone will understand my brews. Um, it's
0: different yeah, between so
1: tea nice and tea dinner, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, don't get started on that one, <laughs> can't be asked today. Um, yeah, but anything that's really, really relevant to them, it might be something that a lot of people you'll find, even back in when I was full-time pt will be very conscious about their posture Who sit in a 9-to-5 job, sort of stuff like that might help in your lead generation activities, things to do at the desk. Um, just speak their language, mate, because they're the things they struggle with. It might be that um, instead of going to, I don't know, Domino's for your dinner, this is what you could do with these calories, this is Maybe Tesco convenience store ideas for shopping lists, protein, carbs, fats, breakdown, um, Sainsbury, Sainsbury's, stuff like that. Just give them a food lists that are relevant they can just go and grab them and set back because that will literally speak their language. And mm. all of you've done from that, yeah, healthy options of a meal, yeah, meal is a definitely. perfect example, perfect example. So you're on the right lines. You know what to do. I think it sounds like it's just maybe setting that up and applying it. Um, but doing, taking that PT point in a key area and just really opening yourself up to general chit-chat will help you load with this type of demographic. you just got to be clever with your times as well. So like 6.30 in the morning till 8.30 probably, 12 till 2,
0: 5.30 till 8 in the gym. That's when you'd lead generate because they're the times you'd probably want to fill with these people.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um, anything else? Anything else which so slick, professional, you over-deliver. I what kind of do
0: you like like you said, they're building that meal deal. So, what's yeah? What's between the gym and the offices that they usually go to? You know, is there a Tesco, Sainsbury's, M and S local? You could do like a little, you know, cheat sheet for each one. Uh, maybe even a little meal lunch meal plan. You know, lunch under five hundred calories or what? Whatever it is, you could even, you could go that a step further. It won't take you long. Download it off the website. Get all the breakdown real quick and i suppose if they visit that shop it's going to be really relevant really relatable and it, as you said and they can literally pick it up walk to the shop and go oh okay da, da, da.
1: yeah and it's, it's funny it? because i remember being in and around pts that used to do say how to shop uh, how to squat workshops and uh, how to deadlift workshops and that type of stuff and they were trying to talk to the same audience but always really struggled to fill them workshops, like, and then had a really bad relationship with talking to people at the generation, and that was simply because it just wasn't talking their language at all. They didn't understand the market. It was just right. I'm going to do this because I'm interested, and everyone wants to squat, so I'm going to do that. Which sounds like you're on the right lines, anyway, Robert. With what you what you want to do is just putting it together and applying it, and um, things like intro intro work well, <clears throat> so like putting a little bit of a mini pack so people can take it away. Um, well, we Will do really well, and then you can build on that. Like with class, if you're doing classes on shift now, like class loyalty cards, get them to come to your classes. Um, yeah, time efficient thing. Literally, I could talk about this all day because it was my market, but time efficient things will work really work. Like fast meals you can make on a Sunday to prep for Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, loads. Cool, tons. Oh, any other questions? Or are we done?
0: Oh, we yeah. are. 30 minutes, 30 minutes.
1: Yeah. Any yeah more that's questions?
0: all right. Any more questions?
1: Any updates? Anything we want to talk about? Jamie Glassbrook, hello, uh, I did a workshop on how to lose weight, which went down well. Perfect, mate. Honestly. Like, perfect. Um, But you fill your workshop from doing these meet and greets, PT point. You do it from building relationships on the gym floor. Um, And what you want to do is make your workshops that desirable um, as, I suppose, that's the entry level into your business. Like they can come and see you, how you communicate, how you listen, what you give out, that type of stuff. You want to make them that desirable that you put them on more or less every month or every other month. So you can just keep filtering leads in left, right, and center, especially if you're working with kind of corporate people who they work constantly around someone that can bring referrals into your workshops mm-hmm. and so on. Uh, it's really spot Well, um, Robert seems like he's all over it, to be fair.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, any updates? I'm about to send two advanced PTT business course invites out. Four. Let's have a look. Uh, I'm about to send one out for Edinburgh on the 5th of December at Pure Gym Edinburgh Waterfront so that's the advanced PT business and then I'm going to send one out for the week after for the Wednesday at Leeds central support that will cover all of like Leeds and so on
0: what date's that? the 12th Cool. So they're, they're mine too. Have you got any, are you being a lazy bastard as usual?
1: No, I'm just busy, mate. are <laughs> already busy.
0: Cool. Um, any more for any more? You no, know, what, what other news have we got? Oh, we will be, the moment we're getting together, so all the partners that we're currently with, so strength, S&C Education, Shredded um, by Science... Um, All those guys, all their courses for 2019, we're putting all a big calendar together. So it should be. Um, what would be a good workshop alternative thing to a lifting workshop? As that was an idea I was thinking of doing in jam. What would be the alternative? Uh,
1: mate, I'm not saying that's essentially a bad idea. I'm just saying that he didn't, the two people I'm thinking of, the two PTs didn't build up relationships for people to get people in. It was literally come to my squat workshop, come to my deadlift workshop, he didn't speak their language at all. So the people he was trying to attract would use language like toning, which at that point, bear in mind mate, this is six, seven, eight years ago now. Yeah, six years ago, which used like, yeah, they'd use like toning, like, um, a lifting workshop will be seen as elite. And it might be seen as elite now, so it depends on who you're trying to talk to and who your demographic is, in my eyes. But I think more so these days, a lot of people are being more aware that they want to improve their lifting and so on. Um, but yeah, it completely depends on who you're talking to. Anything else you can put on that?
0: No, I, no, I agree. It's all about the language of the people, isn't it? Because... Yeah, if Mm. You could put if a lifting workshop cause... on, but it could be for, it could be for fat loss, muscle gain, strength gain. It, it exactly. could It could be so used I'm for thinking. anything, couldn't it? But and again, if, if if you won't have many people in the gym looking to, oh, well, I shouldn't say that. You're not going to have as many people in the gym looking to um, learn technique of a of a squat and pay for that versus someone who will pay to achieve their goal in weight loss which will make them feel x y and z so even though you would be doing virtually the program behind it it's the way you would communicate that out to your audience if that makes sense
1: yeah it might be weight loss through weightlifting, as you do you know what I mean as you as you title of your um of your workshop if that's the market you want to attract if you want to attract a more high level ma high level, wrong term, but you know what I mean, um, more trained market, of like a training age, you want to improve lifting and so on, that market is there, like 100% it's there, but you're going to have to go into areas, that you're just going to have to spend a hell of a lot of time in your weight room, building up an audience to then deliver that workshop, um, but if you want to focus on a bigger audience being weight loss, toning, um, that type of stuff, you may just, just adjust how you're talking to people with it and the message, Mm. Um, but you're doing the right thing, at the end of the day you're putting a workshop on to help people doing the right thing, it just depends on who you want to market to, either comment here underneath or send us an email or a message and just say I want it to be this demographic, this age range that comes in at this time of day and we can give you some more help on it uh, instead of being a bit generic Mm. Um, but weight loss through yeah, and weight loss how to lose weight with minimal cardio, I don't know Like that's going to appeal to a hell of a lot of people who you, you, you females and males who hate doing shit loads of cardio in the gym um, despise it like speak that language mate nice one what were you saying wrap that up mate about the partners say it again wrap that up what you were saying before about the partners before you were reading Sean's
0: oh um, yeah we're trying to put a... I've got it off a few of the guys but basically we're putting together um 2019 calendar of all the courses that that they have so so for example in a couple of weeks we release snc calendar for 2019 so if you want to plan in to do your level four you know but you don't you you've got something to do first you know you can plan it in for the end of the year or or whenever so we're trying to give you a lot more visibility of What the guys do and when they do it. Um, So, yeah, that'll be coming kind of next few weeks, beginning of Jan.
1: Yeah, and if any of them guys that we've sent an email to for the calendar don't reply ASAP, they won't be on it. So, if you watch this back, if you want access to 2,700 PCs, hurry up. Right, mate, we're done.
0: I think so, unless there's no more questions. Give it one more minute. I'm
1: just gonna sit here. Yeah, you can sit here. sing
0: the song.
1: Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Guys are not much gym experience that want to lose a bit of body fat. Build a little bit of muscle shape. Um. okay so I'm guessing you can relate to that as well it's probably why you got into this industry so start to dial into what you would have bought into from a marketing point of view and from an awareness point of view for when you got into this industry mate so like um, a lifting that demographic a lifting workshop would probably be fine from a title point of view but then backing that up like how to structure your programs to pack on muscle and lose body fat um, with these three easy steps, and it sounds very salesy, that doesn't it? But take it as you take it as you want. Um, yeah, so, so they know they can go away with. All right, I'll be able to program myself off the back of this. And you might think, no, I want them to come into my business. But if you go in with that mindset, over time they will probably buy into you more. So, like, how can I a, st- a lifting workshop, three ways to help you structure your own programming um, to pack on muscle and lose body fat. That type of message would. That would be my advice, mate. Um, build more. So, sort of feel and look and build confidence, knowing what to do and how. Yeah, you're giving, confidence comes with consistency and structure, doesn't it? And then applying it into a routine. If you say that they're going to get out of this, maybe you give them a program and that has, say, a week check in for four weeks for follow up. Um, and then off the back of it, they also know how to structure a program, like main compound lifts at the start difference in say rep ranges in hypertrophy strength and power where to apply that like I think you get a lot from that mate mm. any
0: other
1: thoughts
0: Nicholas yeah loads <laughs> <laughs> I would I would oh mate I've got loads but I don't want to go I don't want to start something I'm not going to go can't finish but i think if you're using this as an entry into your business and it's a paid workshop for example then think about what you can get them to deliver you can deliver to them quite quickly if that makes sense so muscle gain and fat loss you know quickly you know it's very there's a lot of variables that go into that but more so along the lines of confidence coming in, like you say, structure of what to do, how to set the kit up, like that kind of stuff. Like, you know, in the first 30 days of being on the, coming to this workshop, this is what you'll learn. Bang, 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 bang. So they can see they can achieve something. They've, do you know what I mean? Like it's almost that, again, kind of, Going what off what you've got in that demographic there, digging a little deeper into sp- specifics, and then you know working out a way how you can deliver that quite quickly, because I'm guessing that if you're going to go out there and do um, a lifting workshop, you're not going to really be having a great amount of value or, or rapport built up with the people that are coming in, because you're going after numbers, aren't you? A lot bigger numbers than you would be for one-to-one, so. I guess, I, yeah, I guess I'm struggling to answer that and get clarity on that because I, need to know, I would need to know a little bit more detail behind it. But that's my initial kind of thought is, you know, what can you deliver to them quite quickly so they can feel success? When they feel success, they'll have more confidence in the structure and you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so
1: I'd have that programming element to it so, like, so they can take away and go off, right? I'm really excited about it designing my own program off the back of what Sean's given me in the workshop, I'd also probably add um, in the content itself, probably have some practical elements to it for them to feel a bit of um, of a shock into the system as to maybe you correct technique and so on and um, make them understand how much there is to a squat, how much there is to a deadlift and so on Um, yeah, I would do that and from an awareness point of view it's dead, dead simple for me, from an awareness point of view, I'd be in that weight room, or around the resistance between as much as I could at the time that the workshop is on, so it's people who come in at that time um, and I would just at first look to have general conversation, correct technique, discuss why they're doing a broke split, when they shouldn't be, and give them advice on the back of that, um, and then and then go from there. It depends how you want to market it as well, because if you wanted to market it through the gym and online, through a bit of controversy, you could really piggyback off the back of probably most people in your weight room is going to do a in a bro, bro split, and you're going to help them structure that program so they can do each body part two, three times per week, in this work just from this workshop. So you could do so much from that, man, mm. so much. You could do a follow-up workshop, and the follow-up workshop maybe. I don't know you guarantee to beat pbs before in the, in the four weeks off the back of the program they've been given like anything it's like a free challenge then isn't it which mm. is what i was listening to last night with souk um yeah there's so much you can do mate but that's an exciting workshop to do but um just speak that language and i think from a lifting workshop that that does it alone um, to that demographic spencer's put can managers supply demographic info, i.e. at what time 30 to 40 year olds come in and available gender by gender too? the camp, can't they?
0: Yeah, I think they get report every so often, I can't remember how often that is. Um, I think we were saying last week, it was, the last one was April. I'm not sure, if there are any managers watching this, if you get your insights from excerpt or you get a report insights report sent through could you just comment on the bottom Um, doesn't have to be now but like when you're expecting the next one or even if that's the that's a thing because I know it's changed quite a lot since we used expert excerpt like that so Spencer keep checking back on the feed on the comment feed and hopefully we'll get a bit more clarity on that you can 100% can but I just don't know how often that is. I don't know if they can pull it up straight off or they get a report sent from um, Central support, or something. Any more? Any, no. more? any more? Any more? Any
1: more? Any more? I was going to go off the back of that and just start to explain maybe not letting that dictate the time that you're in the gym and maybe, because they're always going to be in the gym for me, 30 to 40 year olds. They're going to be somewhere in there at any point of the day. um. So I wouldn't let I wouldn't let that dictate, although it will help a million percent and it's definitely worth outsourcing, definitely to get um, I wouldn't let it dictate the times that you come in because going forward you might not want to work them times and because you're in a pure gym you can dictate whenever the hell you want because it's a huge amount of members so yeah, that's all I was thinking about Yeah, I, no, I, cool. Agree.
0: I agree
1: Cool Legends, some good questions man
0: Yeah, decent um, Alright mate same
1: time
0: next week yep time up same time next week cheers buddy bye bye